Sanford. Parakin and Dalit. It's been a while since before Yantif. Each parak is separate. <coughs> The Kesher between between a Jew and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, between the Jewish people and Avim Shabbashmaim, who built the Nivsak La'olam, it never ever stops. It's not possible to be broken. So he says a very, very remarkable thing. Those of you who learn Rav Kook's farm, you'll hear Rav Kook in this very, very, very much. That because of this unbreakable kesher that a Jew has with Hashem, and since Hashem is perfect, is infinite, and since deep inside each and every one of us, we know that, there is this need that is not uncommon a need for shlameless for perfection and that if I can't have shlameless then I don't have anything because HaKash Baruch is shlameless and since the deepest need of a Jew is to have that relationship with Hashem and Hashem is shlemus. There is this feeling that if I can't have him in that way of shlemus, meaning if if I'm not up to that, then I can't have a partial relationship with him. I can't have this cannot be like a platonic relationship with a bar shlem. Understand? It's it's. This has got to be the whole thing. Not the, this is not like a friendship. I'm not. I'm not going to do a little bit like this. Some mitzvahs, some averus. Either it's b'shlemus, as it should be, or it's not. Or I can't do it at all. I would say it's a very, very dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing. It's not like a person thinks about that. It's not a conscious thought. What Rabbi Yaakov Marish is explaining that we see such a thing especially at the end of time when we're getting closer to the revelation of that absolute shlemus where 
the person knows that without shleimus, it's not really it. Without shleimus, and I'm klum. Now, the healthy, proper response towards that is, I'll do what I can towards reaching shleimus. I'll move in that direction. I'll improve myself, and in doing so, strengthen the kesha that I have of the kashbarah. But there is this instinctive feeling that many Jews have that no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a half job. It's like a, a, a very funny and distant marshal from it that I, I, I've mentioned in the past. Like the guy, the guy that's in high school, who's planning on having a very, very serious, uh, a very serious transformation take place in his life as a result of going to yeshiva and etc. So he's 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 fooling around the whole time in high school, and even even when, when he's a senior, and if you, and when you talk to him, his response is I. I plan on doing it, but I have to do it like the right way. So since I, my intention is, or what I see going on is that a lot of my friends or my brother's friends are flipping out, I'm probably also going to flip out. So I'm going to become like a real tzaddik. So until that happens, I just want to be able to have a good time. Because once I become a tzaddik, I'm not going to be able to do that stuff anymore. So I've had this conversation with guys that have said one one guy told this to me affairs why he was acting so crazy because his intention was to be to be mamish like unbelievable so again it's not like a regular person thinks about this or talks about it but there's something there that either it's going to be bishlamus and it's not bishlamus so then there's a low clue then it's nothing there are people who, who, who think like that, who they're, who they're very much like that. If I can't learn uh, this Masechta, this man, if I can't finish uh, uh, Shabbos, Masechta Shabbos, then I'm not going to learn it. There's such a mahalach that people have. Or what about a blot, a two blot, three blot? There's something that's called Masech the Shabbos. Unless I learn Masech the Shabbos, Bishlamus, I'm not learning it. It's not called Limud. Umikan, Rabbi Akamash explains that Mikan. And due to this, and because of this, Umikan, Habi'ita, Ramalchus Shemaim, Bizman Hagalus. And because of this, there is this. Beita means kicking. There is this rejection of Malchus Shemayim Bisman HaGolus. During the time of Golus, our ability to keep Torah Mitzvahs has been very, very limited. First of all, Stam Golus, we can't keep most of the Mitzvahs of the Torah without Ezzel, without the Besamekdish. And then on top of that, we've had all kinds of Tsaras. So, Rabbi Akamashi says that due to this inability that we've had as a result of Golis to be able to be Jews Bishlemas and to accept Malchus Shemayim Bishlemas, 
there has taken place a terrible, there is taking place a terrible bi'ita, a rejection of Malchus Shemai. Either I have you completely or I don't have you at all. Either, I, either I'm a complete, a complete Jew, or a chlal that's not my union. To such an extent that Jews are boed in Malchus Shemaim, Yoyse, he says that you see it's a terrible thing to say but it's the truth that you could find a guy who's maske Shem Shemaim who mentions God who talks about God more than a Jew who's off the, the path of Yiddishkeit. We're certainly in Yaakov time, the Jews that were off the path were like at the forefront of, you know, atheism and, and the Be'ita and Malchus Shemaim. Whereas Tam, a guy, believes in God and talks about God. So the reason for this, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, Ishmikavan Shakomagamosum Shayisel Shitizgal Machus Shamayim Bishlamis. Since the entire Rotson of Yisrael is that Malchus Shamayim should be Mizgala Bishlamis, the Malchus Shamayim should be revealed in its entirety, completely, Shlamis. So, it's a terrible thing. But the Mitzis of Yaakov Moshe says is that, that the guy, the fact that he thinks about God or talks about God, and he has a little bit of a shaykhus, that's not mechaiv him to anything in Shlemus. It doesn't mean he's got to become the Pope or anything. Not that the Pope is Shlemus, just in their eyes. It's not mechaiv him to anything. It's not, doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't mean that I, that I, uh, that I have to drop everything in my life and, and go running after God. I can like God and be and enjoy an Indian of God and go to, church and whatever I could have a shaykhiz but it's not mechaiv a whole shleimus a malchus shemaim and so so kol magim bosom she yisrael she tizgala malchus shemaim b'shleimus the entire objective and dream of am yisrael is that malchus shemaim should be completely revealed so we're in this terrible cycle. That because of that, Jews are not living up to the potential of who they could be. Because Mimela, they feel, why should I do a half a job? So instead of doing a full job, they are bowed altogether. They reject all completely. Because... Jews by, by nature are not comfortable 
doing a half a job when it comes to Yiddishkeit. There's a whole Indian of feeling guilty and feeling bad and so on and so forth. Either I'm a Kabul Malchus Shemaim or not. So if the answer is not, so then how should Malchus Shemaim be revealed in the world? It's up to us to reveal Malchus Shemaim. So it's this terrible matzav of Golas. But Loikain Shara Amen, it's not like that with other nations, with other people. Their entire Indian of recognizing Hashem. They seek Hashem, like it, that says in Sefer Daniel, as, as the God of gods. There's a term in the Ishbitsa in the, in the Besiaku of this parasha. In parasha's Kedoshim, I believe it's maybe Oizayin or Chaz over there. Still going on Kedoshim to you in the big Besiaku of Yikur. He speaks about what Kedush is. And Kedusha, the true definition of Kedusha, what the, what the, what the Beit speaks about there is that awareness that ain't Dvarm Shalmabakach. That means that there's nothing in life that's inconsequential. There's nothing in life without God. I can't drink or eat or sleep. I can't have a wife. I can't, I can't play ball. Whatever it is. There's no such thing as Dvarm Shalmabakach. There's no such thing as something that's not significant. And deep inside, every Jew knows that, that everything is elokus. And because of that, everything that I'm doing demands that feeling of being aware of his presence. And the Beis Yaakov says that many Jews find that unbearable. Just, I just want to play ball. I just want to have a good time. I don't want this to be like this whole Avodah Hashem, like some Baal Shem Tov I just want to have a good time. I don't, want to, I don't want to have this whole big thing. So the difference between a Jew and a guy, the Beis Yaakov says, is that a guy can run away from that reality. And he says that, by, he uses the same Pasuk in Daniel, that the Yireh Hashem, it says that they, that they fear God, who they call God of gods. Which means, the Ishbitzi says, they're, they're afraid of God. And when you're afraid, you run away. When you're afraid, you run away. And this way, the Ishmael says, they could be shakua in the physical pleasure that they're having. They could mamish enjoy the physical pleasure they have. They could, they, could, they, they could completely lose themselves to the physical pleasure because they run away from that awareness of God. That's what it means that they fear God. They're afraid of God because God is saying, like, everything's important. They're afraid and they run away. And when they run away, so then they can be the same people that say, I believe in God, but that but that has nothing to do with, you know, what's going on between me and the secretary, you understand? That's the, runs away from God. God's not in the office. God's only at home. God's not even home. God's in the church. That's what it means, because God is God of gods, meaning... He's God removed. That's what it means. Aloha de la haya. The Goyim call him God of gods. Like, the, like he's the grand God, you know. But he's not my God. Because my God would mean that what I'm doing right now, he's on my case. 
I don't want him on my case. So, Yiras HaLokim, fear of God, by the Goya means to be afraid of what it means to have God in your life, which is really like a heavy burden. And therefore, instead of having him as my God, he is the God of my God. And the God of my God doesn't know everything that's going on in my life. And I just don't think about that. I run away. Therefore, for a guy to, to, uh, to say a prayer, to go to church or whatever, it's not, it's not mechaiv anything. He's not in that place where it, it infiltrates into his life. It doesn't affect his eating, drinking. It doesn't affect his, his relationship with, with, with uh, women and so on. So he can talk about God all he like. He can make a grace after meals, a grace before meals. He can, whatever he like. He can talk about God. He could have he could have Yozlas hanging in every room of his house. You understand? He go in his car. He could have a Yozla. He could have it in his room. He could have everywhere the Yozlas. Yoshkas everywhere all the time. There's not mechayev anything. That's why they wanted God to be a physical person. That's why they made Yoshkin to God. What does he know? He's he's dead. He's hanging on the cross. That's not. It's Yiras Elokim. It's Elohad Elahai. It's not fear of God. It's the fear of fearing God. And the consequences of what it means to think that God is actually here, right now. But the Beisakov says the Jewish people by nature can't run away from God. They just can't. And because they can't run away from God, they, f- they feel intuitively, they feel instinctively that he's here, mamish. And that's very hard for a Jew to bear. So the only thing that a Jew can come up with is to not talk about God at all. Just to get rid of him just to close him out of my life. Because if he pops his head into my life, then he's telling me, is this how a Jew eats? Is this how a Jew sleeps? Is this how a Jew talks? And that I don't want, I can't, I can't hear that. I just want to be able to enjoy myself. So if I let God into my life, the God of Israel is very interested in everything that we're doing. And he's right right there. In every single thing that we're doing, Shavi says, and Negdi so that's a hard that's a very hard thing to live with so for a Jew to get God out of his way to be able to do what he wants to do he's got to eliminate God from his life he feels that he has to eliminate him like you know there is no God and then he's going to spearhead all the you know, movements of atheism and whatever to just get, do anything he can to get rid of God because God is on my case but if you're but if you're not Jewish and God's not on your case. He's out there. Eloha de He's somewhere out there. You know, so they'll... He's not, he's not getting involved in my choices <clears throat> of websites, you know. So there's no steer. He's not in a place of shlemus. Mela, that he does things that are not shlemus doesn't make him feel any less fond of God. Because God to him is not threatening and is not imposing. It's not sitting on him. So I might so I have no problem. You know, the big guy. Yeah, whatever. He's, the guy's friendly with God. But by a Jew, it's not like that. 
That's what the Beit Yaakov is saying. Kedusha means the awareness, living every second of your life in the awareness. Kedushim to you. Living every second with that awareness that ein dvarim shal There is no such thing as unimportant things. There's nothing in my life that's not important. Because Hashem Baruch is here with me at this moment and I have to reveal Him in my eating, in my ball playing, and everything. That's Kedusha. Ein dvarim shal There is nothing that's stam. So for many, many Jews, especially in Golas, where, it's, where life is very hard, and there was a feeling of distance and so on, but what many Jews did was that they just, they just deleted God altogether from their vocabulary. They just got rid of the Creator altogether. What, 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 do, I, what do I need this for? Mali can't I can't eat in this restaurant. I can't, I can't talk to this girl. Do me a favor. Don't exist. Just don't exist. It's too much. It's too much. Your existence is, means too much to me. Because the emiss is that a Jew, the emiss and panemius, wants everything. And if he can't have everything, then, he, then Rabbi Akamash is saying is that he, he doesn't want pieces of it. Don't hack me I'd rather enjoy my life. That's what he says. He's God of, of God. He's the God. My God works for him or something. I don't see him. He doesn't, he doesn't show up at work. He's like the grand pooba. He's the big boss, you know, whatever. He doesn't come here. My boss works for the emperor. The only, the only one I have to deal with is my boss. The emperor? I don't like this. He doesn't come around over here. There's no need of shlemas. There's no need of dveikas of a relationship. Therefore, the musag of God is not true. They have something of it. It's not the musag amiti. Amiti is is shlemas. It's ain't sof. And therefore, according to their imagination, meaning of 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 a guy, according to that, according to Musagam Hadimyani, he talk and she ask you, Shem Shemayim. They can talk about God. They can talk, on their terms. They can talk about God. Because God doesn't get in their way. On their terms, they can talk about God. It doesn't it doesn't stare anything. It doesn't bother me to talk about God. It's very comforting to know that there's some some big thing out there looking out for me. Whatever, it doesn't. It could only be what do I have to lose from it? Therefore, according to their mistaken Musa Gavelokus, which is not Shlemus, they could talk about God. And therefore, they, they could seem to be much more religious than Jews who are not observant. 
Shekin Rochel Kumi Kiliyoseim. The Inyan of Dveikus is far, far from the from the kidneys of a guy. It's far from who they are. So the heart's not into it. So the, since there's no shlemis, there's no passionate relationship, so they can have a shaykhist to God, and they can talk about God, and they can do other stuff. This is God, and he has, other, he has God, and he has other mistresses and girlfriends. But a Jew can't do that. Either I'm in this relationship and it's passionate and it's real, as Bishlamus, or else I, I'm not in. It's a scary thing. The fact that we see less of this type of a, a thing nowadays, you could interpret that either in a good way, in other words, for some people it's easier to live in, in that way of an Anjou. To have very very little shaykhist like a so I could do mitzvahs. I do various. I do mitzvahs, like you know, to throw him a little bit something to have for the day. Here's a here's a mincha marvi or something, and then after mincha marvi, you could do a various. How is it that you said mincha marv? and you bekabel all malchus shemayim by marv? And then an hour later, you do persons doing all kinds of affairs. I'm not, I'm not bishlemus. People always say that. You know, I'm not perfect. So since I'm not perfect, and my idea of elokus is not one of perfection, so I, uh, I try to do some stuff. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm doing enough that I won't have to go to Ghana for you know for too long. I can get some kind of a I get off like a, a good behavior for a couple of months or something. But the, but there's a there's a so so there, if it, you could have Jew a Jew, even even someone who's showing mitzvahs that could live in a way that's mediocre. A little bit of God you could talk about God a little bit doesn't doesn't stare him doesn't it's not machai of him because it's something which is be, he feels inside of himself is really beyond me. He, God is God is really beyond me, so I don't really have. I can't really have a true deep Kesha with him. So for this kind of relationship that I have, so I could, I'll, I'll make Kiddush. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, uh, I won't go to work because anyway, it's nice to stay home. So I won't go to work on Shabbos. But, you, but then when you're talking about like Tveikas and about like serious davening and I should actually go to shul like on time and stay the whole time and, and you know, and, and really daven and so on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's not a beita altogether like it used to be. Just to get rid of God, I mean, there still is that, but not as much to get rid of Him entirely. So in a certain way, it's yirida. The old time apikars, the old time atheists, they had a chesivas to them. It's not that we wish on any of our children, but there's a certain chesivas. It's either it's either everything or nothing. But for people like us, I'll do a little bit of I'll do a little bit of Aruch, I'll do a little bit of, you know, Yetzar, Taivas. I'll, I'll divide my time. I'll divide my time between between the Yetzar and the Yetzar Taiv. I'm not looking for Shlemas 
when it comes to Taif, and I'm not going to do the most horrible various when it comes to Ra. I'll be like one of those Jews, like, you know. In the end, when, in the end, by the Leviathan, they'll say nice things anyway. I always think of something nice to say about a person. So no one's going to say that I was at Saudi position, but they'll say nice things about me. On the Yisrael, the problem is Yisrael him chelik Hashem Amay. The problem is that Yisrael is chelik Hashem Amay. Mamish a Jew is a chelik of Hashem inside each and every one of us. There's a chelik of coming mal mamish. Every Jew is a chelik. Every Jew is chelik Hashem Amay. And because of that, doesn't want to settle for something. It wants not taking any kind of a half a thing. There are Jews who try to do that. The, you know, the, the, the partial program, they try. The panemius, the panemius of a Jew is not to settle because called Sipiyosim he lamalchus shamayim shleima because the whole Sipi is lamalchus shamayim shleima hatliya b'rami musim sheyisol b'chol hadar kodshim which depends upon about upon us being in all of our splendor and glory being the best we could be so for many people it's like I I, I can't do that so I don't want to have a malchus shamayim so forget it I'm 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 done I'm I don't want to be signed up for this I'm off I'm off the program. You want to say something? Yeah, um, if the non-Jew, if he actually wanted to be Jewish, would he be able to? So this is yes. There is such a thing. Does it ha- can it be while he's still not observing the seven mitzvahs of Noah, or while he still has some other religion? No. But could it be when he's if he's an emissary ben Noah and he's a mammon b'Hashem l'kei Yisrael? That there could be true Yerushalayim, yeah. It could be a level of of, of real Yerushalayim. But the tzaddikim say it's a very it's very rare such a thing. For most people, Yerushalayim means to run away from Shemaim, to be afraid of Shemaim. That's the word Yerushalayim means to be afraid. So God fearing means I'm so afraid of him, I don't want anything to do with him. The refinement, the purification, the biru that that we're going to reach in the future. Should be able to have an influence upon us even now. That final ultimate shleimus that we're going to reach, can have an influence upon us no matter what matzav we're in, even now. So it comes out that even when we do things that we're not allowed to do, we're doing chatoim and averes. It's a bechinah very It's only because 
we really want to do everything b'shleimus. And since we can't do it right now, I feel like I can't do this b'shleimus. I'm not doing it at all. So on the surface, it looks like it looks like the most terrible sin. But deep down, it's like in a very lishma. Because they're not satisfied with their limited relationship with God. A Jew is not satisfied with such a limited relationship. We want to break down all the barriers of this world and to bring, to reveal Hashem completely in this world. But this longing itself brings to kishlanis, brings to failures. This longing itself is shleimus. And not to settle for anything less is, is, is a cause of sinning. So I, if I can't have completely, so what am I going to do? So I might as well enjoy this world. not and Rabbi Yaakov Moshe compares this to Nodav and Aviyah Shemisosam Borlam Bishvil Kivosam and Hashem, who were killed because they were so close to God. So there are Jews who, because they want Shlemus so much, that they die, meaning that they kill themselves slowly in their Averis and so on. So Nodav and Aviyah Misosam Borlam Bishvil Kivosam and Hashem, Achrei Mais Disparishim. The same way that it says by Novan of you, that through the ones who are closest to me, and I become closest to me, I become holy. I'm under through the entire people. On a deeper level, Hashem's name is sanctified and glorified, even through our failures. Even through our failures, our sins. And then what will be ultimately revealed is that there were Jews who all along always were fearful of God. They were always afraid of God. And because of that, they didn't approach Him. They always felt that it has to be B'Shleimus. And therefore, Hashem's name will be magn- will be glorified. Even through the failures of Jews, even through, he seems to be saying, even even in some way, through the atheism and the heresy of running away from God. Ultimately, ultimately, Hashem reveal my rav that the reason that Jews ran away is because they desperately want to have a kasha and they don't know how to do that but Hashem has very great good prepared to those who fear Him so there's a, a very very profound Torah and it's a tremendous limut schuz on, on, on Am Yisrael's tremendous, tremendous Limbus Chuz 
that, that it's because of that powerful Kesha that Jews have a hard time settling. I if you tell the if you tell this to the Jew, will say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not interested. I don't believe in anything. Don't say, I'm not settling. I don't. But that's not true. That's where this is where it's coming from. From a very deep place of shlemus, of wanting shlemus, and ultimately that's going to be revealed by Hashem. Okay, we'll stop.